0: Welcome to the Clubhouse with Shane Bacon. I am your host, Shane Bacon. And uh, whew, I'm going to need a couple of minutes. That was a exhausting final round of a Masters. My goodness, there were near historic rounds of golf. There was a collapse by one of the best players in the world. There was a guy that just would not go away and eventually snag a green jacket. And then there was Ricky Fowler, who wasn't really much of the storyline early on, who makes six birdies on his last 11 holes, knocks the flag down on 18, makes a birdie to at least force Patrick Reed to think about it a little bit. And then Patrick Reed hits the shot up on the hill on 18, and you thought for a second, he might three-putt this thing and give us a playoff uh, with Fowler and Reed. But alas, Patrick Reed just did it. He won the Masters. He didn't get you know, deterred by what Jordan Spieth was doing when he was on his way to a 64 that probably should have been a 63, maybe even lower. He didn't get bothered by playing alongside Rory McElroy with the fans obviously supporting Rory over him. He wasn't paying too much attention to the uh, leaderboards and he was bouncing back from bad shots. He'd make a bogey, bounce back with a birdie. He'd make miss a short putt like he did 11 and then bounce back with a long putt on 12 for birdie. It was an impressive win, let's be honest. And Patrick Reed is a deserving champion. He played great. He figured out a way to find the fairway more often the last few weeks by hitting a little bit of a whirly bird cut. That's what he's doing, and he did that. And, he, and on eighteen was a perfect example. Final hole, you saw how tight that shoot is. You saw what Jordan Spieth did: hit the tree off the tee and drop straight down. That's fairly easy to do, even for these professional golfers. And Patrick Reed probably didn't have that golf shot a few months ago, honestly. He always hit that smothered draw. He never had a little bit of a cut in his repertoire. And then there he goes, hitting that little whirly bird, And it worked out perfectly, finds a fairway, makes par when he needed to, and edges Ricky Fowler by one. It was it was unbelievable. And what Jordan Spieth did will be, I think, what is the most remembered from this Masters outside of the victory, just putt after putt after shot after putt, and the putt on 16 that even surprised him. You know, I, I mentioned it before we did it on Twitter. This is where Jack Nicklaus made the putt from, in 1975 on 16, and Jordan Speeth does it, got a little help from Justin Thomas on the same line, buries the birdie putt. Like I said, kind of got him a bit surprised, and, you know, he had a good putt on 17 as well. That's a hole that's always given Jordan Spieth fits, and he hit a great drive and a great second, and then it was just a bummer that he didn't have a birdie putt on 18. I would have loved to see him have something from you know, 15 feet or so in for a chance at 62. But that last branch, man, that last branch got him. Um, I have David Faraday on the Clubhouse podcast to recap what we just watched. It was just kind of a, a quick call to David. He was, he was nice enough to jump on despite, uh, you know, be, being at home in, in Texas. So we'll get to that in just a minute. Just a reminder that summer is around the corner. If you live in Phoenix like I do, you know that. It was like 95 degrees today. And there's a lot of things that happen when summer comes. The sun, the beach, camp cold drinks and of course, vacation, vacation. That means travel and nothing is worse than heading out on a trip and realizing you forgot something important. So what do you do? You switch to an OGO bag. That's what you do. All OGO travel bags come with their signature thoughtful organization. So you have a place to put all the most important things in your life. You can add in smart features like separated pockets for dirty clothes, a dedicated place for your shoes and makes life a lot easier when you get home. So be sure to make sure all the precious things in your life are safe with an upgrade to Ogio, and we have a special deal for Clubhouse listeners to celebrate back to summer. 25% off travel bags at Ogio.com if you use the promo code Clubhouse. 25% off promo code Clubhouse OGO, the world's best bags. And just to get back to the Masters for a minute, there's gonna be so many things forgotten. That's what's crazy about this week. You know, you forget about what we saw from Tony Finau. You know, we forget the 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 Jack Nicholas Grants on hole in one. To start the week on the par three, Cameron Smith was unbelievable late to be able to jump into that top 12, which means he'll be back at the Masters next year. You know, we saw Bubba, Henrik Stenson, Dustin Johnson, all with a chance at least throughout the weekend to get into contention. And there was some of the best players in the world on this first page of the leaderboard, and it was Patrick Reed that did it. So, you know, all the kudos to that guy. He He was not deterred by all of the things happening around him. He won this green jacket. He is a deserving, deserving major champion winner. And onward to Shinnecock Hills for us. I know the Fox group is really excited. 67 days till the U.S. Open, till the first round of the U.S. Open. So uh, we are preparing on our end. I'm sure you'll be ready as we go through the players and all the other events headed up. But we're excited. That was a great major championship, and we cannot wait until the next one. Let's get to the interview with David Faraday. And we welcome into the clubhouse for the first time David Faraday. Of course, David spent uh, 20 years at Augusta National calling the action. How different is it sitting on the couch and getting to watch it? Is it, uh, is it better? Are you more comfortable there? Yeah, uh,
1: I've got to tell you that I am. Um, I, I was. Uh, a, it was a difficult week for me uh, to, to be part of the broadcast. You know, I always felt like I couldn't really be myself. That wasn't the, uh, the style that they were looking for. You know, so I try to limit myself to about 500 words a week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'd cut down on the jokes, cut down on the zingers. I totally understand it. it you know, when you watch the, the featured group coverage, and I did a lot of that um, over the weekend because, you know, I'd have a couple of TVs or screens going, and even some of the guys I know that call golf, you can tell it is a little bit muted, and they want to make sure that they're kind of going along the company line, and, you know, that's what Augusta wants. So that's what they get. They got a Patrick Reed win, and uh, and you got to say, I mean, there were people, if you followed along on social media You know, you're getting a lot of people rooting for Rory, and you're getting a lot of people rooting for Ricky. And, of course, the Jordan Spieth run uh, made it a big. But, you know, Patrick Reed won this Masters. I mean, it was unbelievable what he did when he needed to pull off clutch shots and pull off clutch
1: putts. It was. uh, I mean, he he hung hung in there, and uh, there were a couple of times where it looked like he might lose his grip on it. But uh, each time, uh, you know, he faced a crisis, you know, he, he played the next hole really well. And uh, I, I always sort of felt that it was going to come down to the, the, the that he was going to need a par to win. And uh, but that's that's the way it worked out. I mean, even the last putt that he held, I mean, that's not one that you want. Uh, that kind of lengthy. he showed great courage. Yeah, I mean, and he got
0: two huge breaks. And I mean, I think that's, you know, we see that in any major championship. You can look at the Open, the U.S. Open, the Masters, the PGA, anything like that. You're going to need a good break or two. We saw it from Rory on Saturday. You know, he got the good breaks a day before hitting the flag on eight. You know, we saw the kick out off the trees there. I mean, there were good breaks for Rory a day before. But for this, Reed, you know, hits the ball and looks like it's going to be in the creek on 13 and it stays up. And then, of course, that putt on 17 from all the way across the green. If that doesn't hit the flagstick, you know, that's probably 20, 25, yeah. 30 feet by.
1: Yeah, it might have gone off the other edge of the green. But, then, you know, you need a little luck. Um, that's for sure. Nobody ever won a major championship or, a, or any golf tournament for that matter without a little luck. And uh, the key is, you know, to to take advantage of those breaks, you know, when you get them.
0: Were you are you surprised to see Patrick Reed as a major champion? I mean, it, he was trending in the right direction over the last, you know, four events. But are you surprised at all that he won a major?
1: No, I'm. I'm really not. Whenever he's won, he's won in fine style, and uh, you know, he's very confident. You know, cocky almost. Uh, he said some things early in his career that sort of put other people's noses out of joint. But, uh, you know, it's it's not bragging if you if you can do it. And, uh, you know, quite obviously, you know, he can do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've seen him win playoffs against Jordan Spieth. We've seen him face off. You know, we, we of course, saw the Ryder Cup match uh, along with Rory McIlroy that was overplayed the last couple of days. But, you know, he is in... This theater with Rory McElroy. and everybody thinks Rory is going to at least give him a run. Rory didn't do that on Sunday, but it takes a special kind of person to be the quote unquote underdog, but not believe you're the underdog. That's what's I think is so impressive about Patrick Reed is he doesn't believe anything. He believes that he really is one of the best players in the world and confident, cockiness, yes. all that, all of the great players have that.
1: Yeah, they do. Uh, And, you know, I mean, to be successful uh, at the highest level, you know, you have to want to be in a place where you know you're going to be uncomfortable. And uh, Augusta, you know, brings that out in uh, in its champions. You know, there's no, uh, or hardly a place without, you know, maybe the Ryder Cup, you know, where the pressure might be a little more or an open championship might be comparable. But, uh, you know, you have to want to be in that place where it's, I mean, it's going to suck. And, um, the, the really great ones, you know, they, for them, it doesn't suck. You know, they live on it.
0: <laughs> they, the pressure, they want the putt. I mean, a whole bunch of us like me never wanted the right. putt. That's why I never made it, but no, they, no, they wanted it.
1: N- neither did I, neither did I, you know, and I had a reasonably successful career, but you know, I, I didn't want, uh, the responsibility that came with, you know, being like really good. We, we, that
0: was that was there was a couple of players that got to world number one that that mentioned that you know later in their careers where they said you know the, the yeah. pressure of being the best it stressed them out they, they didn't want to be there.
1: Well, David Duvall was one. Um, you know that uh, when he won the Open Championship, um, it was uh, it was almost as if uh, you know he, he didn't really why he was shy about it, right. embarrassed almost. And, uh, you know, kind of introverted in that way. You know, he's kind of come out of a shell uh, in the last few years and has become a, a really good analyst. Um, but, um, you know, he, he uh, was number one in the world twice, and that was in the Tiger Woods era. Yeah, so, I mean, he was one hell of a player <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, uh, didn't really seem that way a, a lot of the time.
0: Okay, I have to ask you, what, what point did you say to yourself, holy shit, Jordan Speed's going to win this Masters?
1: Yeah, um, you know, it was uh, right around 17, <laughs> you know, when he knocked that putt in, it, it, you know, that kind of a charge, you hang up a number, 17 and 18 um, are uh, really difficult, you know, so um, I birdie holes at uh, 15 and 16 there, but you've got to get through 17 and 18, um, and, uh, you know, I thought that, you know, Patrick Reed is going to have, uh, you know, he was going to have to make power to win, you know, in the end, and uh, you know he made
0: a great four. Yeah, you know I, I mentioned this on on Twitter when Spieth was doing this, but he he is this guy's generation player that somehow finds a way to pull these golf shots off that uh, nobody else does. I mean, we've seen it throughout his career. You go back to his first win at the John Deere, he makes that bunker shot. Yes, the, you absolutely.
1: Know, I was standing right beside him.
0: Yeah, and and it, and it was a bunker shot that you know say what you want about it, but it went in. I mean, that that's the key. It went in. You know, at the Valspar, he makes yeah. that putt in the playoff. It goes in. Chambers Bay. You know, you can look at St. Andrews. Even when he lost, he made that long putt at 16. Of course, he did what he did at the Travelers last year. And then at the Open last year, you know, doing the, the go get that. It, but, it, you know, he's that guy, isn't he, David? I mean, he's the player of this generation that somehow finds that gear and hits the, the, per, the perfect putt with the perfect read and gets it to go. And despite not being able to win this, he showed us once again that he is this type of player that it – that is able to muster up whatever it is, internal fortitude or whatever, to pull him off.
1: Yeah, he, he's Mr. Unlikely. You know, you think, well, he can't do that, and then he does it. <laughs> and and he seems to do it at the end uh, of the round uh, as well, when it's, you know, least expected. Um, I mean, uh, 16, 17, and 18, uh, you know, at the Open Championship, uh, we're, we're absolutely extraordinary at Royal um, I I don't think I've ever seen a finish, you know, quite like it. From heading uh, onto the practice ground and uh, you know over that mountain, uh, with me in the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're just <laughs> trying enough. to get out of his but way. Just before, yeah, just before uh, he, he took the club back, my head appeared at the top of one of those hills. It was like a uh, like a prairie dog or a meerkat, you know, <laughs> looking out of its mound. <clears throat> you know, and I had to duck before that ball rocketed over my head. You know, so so watching him finish. Um, uh, you're right. I mean, it's an extraordinary thing, and he he does seem to be the one of our generation that's able to do it. Let's take a quick break here. The interview with David Faraday to, to remind you that there is a
0: new boss in town at Buffalo Wild Wings, and he deals in bacon. Makes sense here. It's the Bacon Boss Burger featuring bacon three different ways and a blanket of white cheese sauce. And he's joined by other new favorites like the Smothered Cheese Steak Quesadilla, Sweet Chili Shrimp, and Alaska Cod Classic. All pair perfectly with a Sam 76, a Fruity ale with the crisp finish of a lager. Hurry in today and try them all before they're gone at Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports, available for a limited time while supplies last. Please drink responsibly. Okay, back to David. Well, you know, like, like I think to Tiger at, uh, at, at Torrey Pines. In that playoff, the greens were a little bumpy. You could see it on the coverage. You know, he, he had yeah. to make this. He had to make this unbelievable putt that was down the hill, and you have again. You have to read it perfectly and hit it perfectly, and and it's almost like he a, had a you know, broken he, leg. Yeah, a broken leg. But you know, it's like it's, it's like it's willed in. And Spieth made that putt on 16 today, and it looked like it even surprised him that he made it.
1: Yes, yeah. I, I think he said to Mike Greller, um, you know, "Do you believe that?" <laughs> you know, trying to lip read him. You know, he he was he was you know kind of shocked by it. it. It was the
0: 1975 Nicholas putt and, and I actually posted the video a couple of minutes before he hit it just to remind people what it looked like when Nicholas made it of course in standard def and all that but I mean very similar types of things and he's able to get a good to go. I was I was believing that it was going to happen and I kept thinking there was a chance that we were going to see Reed stumble a little bit and he just didn't he he was unbelievable somebody that did stumble of course is Roy McIlroy and we have to talk about his day he got off to to just an awful start. The drive on one was was miles right, but to me it was the yeah. putt on two. I mean, he, he plays two perfectly. You know, he has three or four feet for eagle, and that was going to tie the lead. He missed that, and that seemed to be the moment where there was a little bit of doubt that crept in, and he really didn't 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 have anything good happen after that.
1: Yeah, you know, he just looked out of sorts, and uh, you know, Rory can be that way. He's kind of streaky, um, and nobody makes the game look more beautiful than he does when he plays well. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, But uh, today, as you say, you know, he got up that kind of a lumpy start and and never really got into a a rhythm.
0: For people that have never been to Augusta National, how hard is the tee shot at one?
1: The tee shot at one is, is, I mean, it's it's ridiculously difficult, um, especially off the back. And and as far as these guys hit it, you know, they still got to get it up and over that hill. And it seems like the fairway has gotten narrower over the years, you know, where it's a little more pinched in right by the bunker. Um, but the physical uh, side of it is one thing it's difficult but uh, you know you get on that tee you tee it up um, it's the first hole at the the masters and uh, there's something special about it
0: well I'm not I'm not a big overreactor in the sense of you know is is, will this guy ever win the masters or what will you take away from this day but you know the struggles of Rory again he he had an outside chance I guess at winning a green jacket wasn't able to do it How much does the pressure build for a guy like that who knows what's going to come with the win here? And and not just with the win at the Masters, but, of course, that completes the career Grand Slam. Does it get harder and harder every year for that, for Rory McIlroy, you know, especially with what happened a few years back and now what happened in 2018?
1: Well, you know, people forget that a few years back, you know, he unraveled in the back nine. You know, that was fine. But but, uh, he won the next major by eight. You know, so uh, and everyone was predicting, well, you know, I mean, it it might, uh, you know, be really bad for his career, you know, and he'll remember that forever. He's just not that sort of a person, Shane. Um, It it wouldn't surprise me if he wins the next one. Um, I I mean, does it get harder? I mean, it's just harder to win. It's hard to win the Masters every year. And I don't think that it, uh, you know, one is going to be any different for, from another for Rory. I,
0: I think that Rory's round was was uh, looking back, you know, it, kind of an, an instantaneous look back. It feels like the most surprising of them because he played so beautifully on Saturday. The course was wet. You know, all of his major championships have been yeah. on golf courses that have been a little saturated. It just seemed like this was set up for him to go out there and do it. And I guess I was just surprised to see. How out of sorts he was, and as we mentioned from the start, it just seemed like he never felt very comfortable.
1: Yeah, uh, you know that tee shot at the first, and then miss putt at the second, and uh, you know he just—I mean, normally he'll he'll hit it inside ten feet, five or six times. if he plays well, you know. But he didn't do that, and he also he left it above the hole a bunch of times, you know, which is something that you can't do uh, at Augusta. You've got to try and get it in there underneath the hole and and, and make the hole playable. That way, uh, they're just unholdable putts when you get it above.
0: Well, this uh this feels like it'll be a Masters tournament where Ricky Fowler gets forgotten, despite finishing second. It, people are critical of Ricky, and he's you know the best player without a major championship. You can throw him or Hideki in there if you want, but he was one over par standing on AT, and he shot sixty seven. Can we can yeah. we as a golf group forget this thing about him struggling in these big moments on a Saturday and Sunday because? what he did and clutched up on 18, you know, I mean, he did everything he could have done.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. He did more than he could have done really. Uh, I mean, Ricky Filer has maybe the best attitude of any player I've ever seen. Um, I don't doubt that he'll win, Uh, you know, not just one major, but but multiple majors. And uh, I mean, he's probably the best short putter that I've ever seen. I mean, did you see the way that he putted today, you know, from five and six feet? That kind of thing. I mean, those are you uh, you just you just can't keep pouring them in the way that he does, and he hits them with pace. He gets above the hole, and he you know rattle a, a putt in that uh, he hold one on the ninth that was going to go thirty yards down the fairway.
0: It, it's just when he gets locked in like that, and you watch his face over golf shots, he seems as comfortable as anybody on the golf course. Do you, would you say that's fair?
1: Yes. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's partly you know, due to his attitude. You know, he doesn't get too up. He doesn't get too down. He just, uh, you know, goes out and plays golf.
0: Well, I have to ask you, if, in five years from now, what do you think you'll remember more? Will you remember the fact that Patrick Reed won the Masters, or will you remember the run that Spieth had? What do you think will stick in your brain more from this Masters?
1: Shane, I'll be 60 in August. <laughs> you know, five years from now, I'll be lucky if I remember anything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> That's fair. But, I think that's fair. Um,
1: I, no. Yeah, I think uh, um, I'll probably remember uh, Patrick. You know, I mean, Jordan's run was was memorable. There's no question about that. But a Masters champion is a Masters champion. It, it was it was special to see. I mean,
0: you know, the guy that that, that grinds it out, and, and grind. He, I felt like he really grinded out this win. I mean, he made some spectacular shots and, and holds some really incredible putts. I mean, the birdie putty made it, you know, 12 when it seemed to kind of be possibly slipping a bit and he was able to kind of convert that to get it back going. I mean, you know, the, every every bogey he made outside of one on on Sunday, he bounced back with a birdie on the next round. I mean, this is a guy that has found a way to grind out victories at times, grind out holes, grind out matches, and there's it's no surprise that he was so successful in college as a match play player, or there's no it's no surprise that he's been so good in the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup because he, he takes it almost personally, you know. It seems like he wants yeah. to beat everybody's brains out, even if the guy hits it 40 past him.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, he does. And he's very smart as well. Um, you know, on 11, uh, instead of, you know, trying to hit the cut and, and, and run it down on the green, he just punched it out and, and laid up. Uh, 15, you know, he laid up, uh, you know, down the left-hand side through the trees, which was a much more difficult shot, but left him with, uh, you know, a, a chance uh, to, you know, get it close from there. Yeah, Even was though a... he didn't, you know, it was it a was correct shot to hit.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he was, it was just, again, I mean, it, it was steady with, with, you know, big hitters throwing missiles his way. I mean, when you've got Jordan Spieth, what he's doing, and, and, and you've got Ricky Fowler making a charge late, you know, these aren't, these aren't no names. <laughs>
1: these are some of the best players in the world. No, And and it's, it's deafening uh, as well, you know, down in the Dell there around 16, you know, and when, when you're down at Man corner and there are people making, you know, Eagles and uh, holes in one and that sort of thing, it, it's a, it's a tremendously hostile environment to, to have the lead
0: well it was it was a fun masters i mean i think that uh there was a moment where people were writing it off like reed's gonna win this there was a moment where it seemed like there was gonna be a playoff there was a moment that it looked like spieth might sneak everybody out by one and and then obviously at the end you know you got to make a three or four footer that's a putt i don't want i don't want that putt to win the masters oh, no, no
1: no no absolutely not no i mean help run away is, is be my first uh <laughs> you know reaction to that run away yeah that that thing got up on the hill and
0: stayed there and i was in my buddy watching it with me and i was like man i do not want to hit this two putt in a million years i don't want to hit the drive on 18 to begin with but the two putt, the speed the speed tee shot you know he did that earlier in the week you know he hit that one left and and the sneaky thing about augusta national is left is just can't play you can't play from left off these tees for most almost every hole really
1: yeah for the most part, I know he was a little unlucky, to be fair. I mean, he just caught a, a branch, you know, that was sticking out a mile um, there. I mean, it really wasn't that bad a tee shot.
0: When you're walking with groups out there, is it is it pretty apparent to know who the quote-unquote patrons are rooting for? I mean, can you feel that they're cheering one person on way more than the other?
1: Yes, you can. There, there's a sort of a, a swelling up of, of support and, um, you know, they, they were pretty good to Patrick. I mean, Augusta is, you know, the most respectful gallery of the year. Uh, they're golf fans, you know, and they appreciate good golf. Uh, but, uh, I mean, there was a tremendous uh, outpouring of support for uh, for Jordan and for Rory, for that matter. You know, I mean, he's such a great kid. Um, they both are. Um, but, you know, towards the end, you know, it, it seemed, you know, like Patrick was, was going to deserve this, you know, and it so, sort of switched over.
0: All right, I have gone. We've gone eighteen minutes, and I haven't asked you about Tiger Woods, which has to be a record. Tiger, of course, coming back, <laughs> played the Masters, and and just give me a
1: grade. How would you grade the week for Tiger? You know, I'd, I'd give him a B, probably. Um, I mean, it was very disappointing for him. I mean, he put a brave face on it and the rest. What did he shoot? Even par? Just one over. Yeah, he made bogey on eighteen to Won't shoot over. one over. No, no, yeah. Well, um, you know, that can happen if you're not, uh, you know, if you're not absolutely on at Augusta, you know, you're, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to break par, Uh, and it doesn't matter. Uh, as long as the golf course played, you know, after the rain, I would have expected him, you know, if, if it had been like that from the beginning, he might've done a lot better because I mean, the golf course is a lot easier when it plays long. It's when it's short and fast, that's when Augusta's a nightmare, but Tiger, um, you know, he's on his way back. You know, the the beast is awakening, I think. And uh, the game is just uh, a lot more interesting with him in it.
0: Well, I mean, and again, people, you know, they saw what he did at the two events leading up, and they said, okay, now he's back. And I kept reminded, you know, just pump the brakes a little bit. You know, this is a major championship. It's yep. the Masters. It had been a long time since he's been in this type of environment, and it might not be as easy as it was to do it at the Valspar, and of course, you know, we live in a, in a in a world where, you know, nobody pumps the brakes anymore. But it, it's just, it's a little bit different. You go to the Masters, it's it's very, very much different than playing Bay Hill, you know, and that's just how it is.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, any major championship for that matter, you know, you come in there and it, it's just it, there's a much more weight on your shoulders. And uh, it's much more of a test. Uh, you know, the field is better. The golf course is better. The golf course is harder. You know, so, uh, I mean, I think it's a little early, you know, to say that Tiger's back uh but uh is he on the way back you know i i think so and i but having said that i don't think we're going to see you know anything like what we saw from 97 you know on through 2010 or uh, however long it was i mean that that's my children aren't going to see that kind of golf and and their children might not see it either yeah i mean it's it, it was it was a different generation there were
0: different types of players. And, uh, and, and, you know, I was thinking about what Jordan Spieth was doing today, and for that matter, what Paul Casey was doing today. And as Paul Casey was making that run, and it looked like he might get to 63, Spieth the same way, I was thinking, you know, in the last year, we've seen around a 9-under at a U.S. Open. That never happened before. We saw 62 at an Open Championship. We're seeing nearly another 63 and possibly a 62 at the Masters. Golf has gotten better in the sense of these players not being scared to go low, and that is another thing I feel like people fail to remember when they think about Tiger, oh, he's not going to be what he once was. Well, you know, the talent pool, I think, has gotten a little bit deeper as well.
1: Oh, for sure. It's, uh, it's, it's more difficult to win now. And, uh, I mean, they are just better players around. But it's the evolution of our species has got something to do with it as well. Players are just bigger, stronger, faster in every sport. Uh, You know, if you put uh, Bill Russell's Celtics out against, you know, today's Celtics, I mean, it's not a match. Right. They're just, you know, bigger, stronger, faster. And it does apply to golf as well.
0: Yeah. You don't think you think LeBron James would have done pretty well back in like the 1960s. You think he'd average a few points here and (laughs) there? I think he uh, he might have dominated. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So a little bit. How often do you play golf these days?
1: You know, I have not played golf in eleven years, Shane. Um, I uh, uh, I got run over by a, a right. truck <laughs> riding riding my bicycle um, about eleven years ago, and it crushed me uh, all down the left side. My left arm is sort of crippled. It doesn't no, not a lot of people know that, but I can't close my left hand properly
0: so no so so, uh, so uh,
1: golf is, is you know no golf
0: no golf it's just no. a, just a thing you watch just a thing you watch and commentate on um the the Faraday show coming yeah. back in May yeah. you did a different thing this this iteration of it where you had multiple guests is that something you enjoyed is that something you feel like you might go with again
1: well um you know we're that's what we're doing we're going with two or three guests this year you know, I mean I like to tell people the show wasn't broken so I decided to fix it <laughs> um it uh, it has it's been interesting, you know, getting people from different walks of life. You know, sometimes golf or basketball or baseball, or you know, it uh, you know it has. I've enjoyed it.
0: How do you match them up? I was I was very interested with your first episode. Um, you know, Brian Bro. I mean, which maybe not. I would say maybe not the 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 outsider sports fan might know who that was, despite them being just unbelievable athletes and doing what they do in doubles tennis. But yes. h- how did you match? How do you match them up? I mean, is it is it a system? Do you find out? who meshes well with whom i mean what's the process there like
1: well it's just kind of a uh, you know an amalgamation of you know you know things that i uh, like and uh, people that i like and uh, those that my producers uh, you know think is a good idea and also you know it's a logistical thing with three it's much harder to get them all together so uh, you know for instance uh, we're going to do uh, one around a senior tour event where we've we'll get three old farts uh, that'll hopefully be interesting.
0: Well, that kind of the, thing.
1: Yeah.
0: They're the ones that they're the ones that say anything. I've always said Jack Nicholas's press conferences have gotten better and better every year because he's 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 less scared to say whatever he wants to say. That's right. He just doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, David, I appreciate the time. Thanks for uh, for jumping on to recap in the Masters. Um, of course, I know you're taking a break with the show, but you'll be back in may uh, my show actually takes your place on monday shot makers is out on monday oh. at 9 p.m so i'm taking your spot hopefully uh, some people that are looking for Faraday will filter in and, and be and be a little bit uh, bummed out that i'm there and you're not
1: well i'll be watching it thanks shane <clears throat> it looks like i'm a wreck it's in the hole it's in the hole
0: many thanks to david Faraday for jumping on and chatting about the masters it was an epic one we'll have more this week on the clubhouse uh, with an amateur player that got a chance to play at the Masters for the first time. So he'll be on talking about the experience and all that comes along with it. Played a practice round with Tiger Woods. Um, you know, got a chance to have Jack Nicklaus and Gary Player on the tee on the par three. Watch him hit a shot there at the ninth. So I'm sure the memories will be flowing. So that will be on Wednesday. And a reminder that summer is around the corner. There are a lot of things that come along with summer. The beach, camps, refreshing cold drinks, and of course vacation With vacation comes travel, so what do you do? You switch to an Ogeo bag, make the most of your precious time off this summer, and upgrade to Ogeo. Special for listeners of this podcast, The Clubhouse. Celebrate back to summer with Ogeo by saving 25% on all travel bags on Ogeo.com with the promo code CLUBHOUSE, 25% off Ogeo, the world's best bags. We'll check back with us a little bit later this week if you are not subscribed to that clubhouse newsletter we pumped out one basically this entire master's week that'll be something we do around these major championships so make sure you're subscribed to that before monday morning if you're listening to this now if not subscribe after monday it'll be on my twitter page at shane bacon how to subscribe and there'll be a new one on thursday as the pga tour keeps on a rolling lpga as well many tours out there with plenty of golf left in the season the masters is not in the season that's for sure thanks so much for listening and we'll check with you later this week